0: Today is the 28th of August. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the first time, thank you and welcome. Let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern it's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easier to pick up as we go along. And if you need some help, click the download the script button down below. There's a copy of today's script in the episode notes. You'll get it as a PDF. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. Let's pray, shall we? Grant us, Lord God, a vision of your world as your love would have it. A world where the weak are protected and none go hungry or poor. A world where the riches of creation are shared and everyone can enjoy them. A world where different races and cultures live in harmony and mutual respect. A world where peace is built with justice. And justice is guided by love. Give us the inspiration and the courage to build it. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. That prayer was written and said by the Archbishop Oscar Romero, who is a personal hero of mine, actually. Matthew six thirteen. Instead, be concerned above everything else with the kingdom of God, and with what He requires of you, and He will provide you with all these other things. Yesterday we talked about sin, and how about sin has a, as a kind of lost its its meaning for us and how as a a word it made people feel very uncomfortable and what I'm about to say is actually quite ironic considering where this podcast is produced the United Kingdom but kingdom is another word that makes another people feel a bit weird when Jesus talks about the kingdom of God that really does give people the willies sometimes in our modern democratic society I wonder if it I wonder if we truly understand what it means to be under an absolute ruler. Because that's what a kingdom is. It's a order of government under a monarch. I'm sure there are those who would consider themselves ultimate rulers. Places like North Korea, China, parts of Africa behave as kings did only a few hundred years ago. And maybe that's part of our problem with the way we understand kingdom. No wonder we have such a problem with the idea of kingdom. And yet, here we have Jesus telling us to be concerned with the kingdom of God. Other versions of the Bibles have it as seek the kingdom of God. It's a command that carries the blessing. And all these things will be added unto you. What things? Well, this verse comes in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount in which the kingdom of God is compared to nothing like that on earth. Jesus is saying that the kingdom of this world is nothing in comparison to the kingdom of God. Many of the things Jesus mentions, walk the extra mile, bear the other cheek, if someone asks for your cloak, give them your shirt, were done to Jews by Romans. These were things that Roman soldiers and Roman citizens could demand of their subjects. And this is why the Sermon on the Mount is so so subversive. Because when Jesus says, do these things, but go the extra mile, excuse the pun, it takes the mickey out of the state. If a Roman soldier tells you to carry their pack for a mile, carry it for two. If a Roman citizen asks for for your cloak, give them your shirt as well. They are all very subversive things to do because you're actually going above and beyond what's expected of you by the state and in so doing, shaming the person that you're doing it to. That's why the Sermon on the Mount is so subversive. It takes everything and it turns it upside down. It takes the mickey out of the the idea of a sovereign absolute state. But the kingdom of God is not a dictatorial state ruled by an iron-fisted dictator. Rather, it's a kingdom governed by the Prince of Peace. A prince that stoops down to care for the downtrodden and the weak. And that, friends, is a kingdom I have no problem being a part of. How about you? We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we finish Paul's letter to the Galatians. We'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Holy Spirit, you've given us scriptures to use as a tool, so train us to use it, Lord. Bring scripture alive for us, and remind us, Lord, that it contains your word for us today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. For the final time this week our Bible readings are taken from the Good News Translation and today I'm reading Galatians 6. My friend, if someone is caught in any kind of wrongdoing, those of you who are spiritual should set him right, but you must do it in a gentle way. And keep an eye on yourselves, so that you will not be tempted too. Help carry one another's burdens and in this way you will obey the law of Christ. If you think you are something when you really are nothing, you are only deceiving yourself. You should each judge your own conduct. If it is good, then you can be proud of what you have done without having to compare it with what someone else has done. For each of you have to carry your own load. If you are being taught the Christian message, you should share all the good things you have with your teacher. Do not deceive yourselves. No one makes a fool of God. You will reap exactly what you plant. If you plant in the field of your natural desires, from it you will gather the harvest of death. If you plant in the field of the Spirit, from the Spirit you will gather the harvest of eternal life. So let us not become tired of doing good. For if we do not give up, the time will come when we will reap the harvest. So then, as often as we have the chance, we should be good to everyone, and especially to those who belong to our family in the faith. See what big letters I make as I write to you now with my own hand. The people who are trying to force you to be circumcised are the ones who want to show off and boast about external matters. They do it, however, only so that they may not be persecuted for the cross of Christ. Even those who practice circumcision do not obey the law. They want you to be circumcised so they can boast that you submitted to this physical ceremony. As for me, however, I will boast only about the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. For by means of his cross the world is dead to me, and I am dead to the world. It does not matter at all whether or not one is circumcised. What does matter is being a new creature. And for those who follow this rule in their lives, May peace and mercy be with them, with them and with all God's people. To conclude, let no one give me any more trouble because the scars I have in my body show that I am the slave of Jesus. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all, my friends. Amen. We're going to have a second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we're going to say our prayers for the day. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. The links are all in the episode notes. Click the links. They'll take you to wherever we need to go. We would love to be able to pray for you and support you. I have a prayer request today. I found out yesterday that a very dear friend of mine has been diagnosed with vascular dementia and Alzheimer's. And it's broken my heart and it's obviously tearing her family apart so we're going to pray quickly i've been asked not to give out her name but god knows who she is let's pray shall we father the the news was devastating yesterday we learned about this person and their diagnosis Lord, as memories are lost and personality is stolen, we thank you, Father, that in the midst of it all, you are there. And that she is still your child, and that while we may not see her and she may not recognize herself, you still love her, you still know her. And so, Father, we ask that You just be with her family as they come to terms with this, as they they make big decisions about how she will live her life. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our prayer for today. Loving God, we pray for families torn apart by explosion. Explosions of missile or artillery round. And for those living in fear of a rocket launch or terrorist fire, wherever they may be, whoever they might be, for they are united in their adversity and their, and their distress, Lord. Bring comfort, peace and refreshment for those whose hearts are dry. We pray for leaders who have no regard for the sanctity of human life in pursuit of ideologies or political ambitions wherever they may be, whoever they might be. For they are united in their arrogance and willfulness. Lord, bring wisdom, love and repentance for those whose hearts are cold. For your love is greater than the hatred of this world, far greater than the sorrows of this world. Infuse this world with your love and begin with us